It's Marty Griffin. Lot to get to, man. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I just can't understand anything about what goes on in the world we live in. And um, that, that a, a grown man would murder a woman who was pregnant with his baby. I, I can't. There's no set of circumstances that allows me to wrap my arms around that sort of darkness and evil. I, I give up. I, I don't give up on us because I see more greatness out there than I see anger and rage. But I can't. Um, major announcement, uh, the arrest of this man who killed uh, Carly Short of McKeesport. And uh, we're going to get into that. But I also want to mention Charlie Moffat, uh, former Allegheny County uh, police superintendent, uh, former iconic figure in Pittsburgh Police Department, uh, died early uh, yesterday morning. He was um, he was a very unique figure. He was uh, dynamic. He was engaging. He loved law enforcement. He told the truth. He worked hard. Uh, he was a great father. He came from a background of abject poverty and took great pride in his success and loved family and spent many days after his retirement uh, babysitting his grandchildren. Charlie uh, was one of those guys, because I can be a huge pain in the ass, uh, Charlie was one of those guys who acknowledged that, but also acknowledged that information was important, and we remained friends. Uh, I would text him up until probably a month ago, one of my good friends was supposed to have lunch with him Wednesday and uh, I texted him over on Friday and didn't hear back and uh, we find out he's dead. Charlie was a great one. A great one. We miss you, Charlie. Uh, the arrest of this monster, it's, it's the only way to describe a, a man who would kill his unborn child and mother. I can't, but I, I think there's a bigger picture here and an opportunity to get a message out that we got to make a difference, that we have to care more, that we have to engage more. Um, Brandon Short lost a daughter and a grandchild, and he joins me this morning. Brandon, good morning, sir. How are you holding up, man? Yeah, hang, hanging in there, hanging in there. And before we get more, I just want to thank you personally and everyone else that is involved with creating your show, you know, for bringing attention to, um, this, to the, the issue of just violence in general and for all your support during, you know, this time, you know, for it really, like there, there's so many things that have happened behind the scenes and if it wasn't for you personally, this may not have happened. So thank you. Hey, um, help me with something, my friend, and we are friends and I would do anything for you. You're a great man and you give a damn, which puts you so far ahead of most. What happened when you found this out? How did that go down? And how did you react, sir? Just, it's it's just hard to explain because it, it it's so such a terrible, terrible nightmare that 
my family and I are living through. And it, there's a, a sense of you know relief that uh, we won't have to go through the rest of our lives not knowing um, what happened. Um, there, you know, there's a sense of anger that, like this that you know to think about how senseless you know it was um, they, that this person took the life of my my daughter, my granddaughter, um, for for nothing. Um, for for whatever reason, it just just didn't have to happen. It it, it there 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 it's there's so many mixed emotions. But the but as time as I've had a few days, you know, it's just relief relief that I don't have to live the rest of my life not knowing like so many other people you know have to do. Brandon, uh, this happened where you grew up. Quite frankly, uh, this was your hometown, and, yeah. and this happened. This man who did this is the father of this child. Brandon, help me with something because I can't grasp this. Who the hell, what kind of monster murders their unborn child, sir? Can you wrap your arms around that at all, sir? Not at all. Not at all. It's that, that, that I know that women are more likely to be murdered when they're, when they're pregnant. I mean, you've seen. I mean, you've seen it happen. There's violence against women, and that violence is heightened whenever women are carrying, you know, a child. But this, like, it, this is so senseless that, that that man didn't want to be involved in that child's life. He didn't have to take hers. We didn't expect anything from him. He could have just leave, left and disappeared. That's what we expected. And it's just, it just boggles my mind why, like. Why someone would do that. But um, we have to be clear. You had suspicion and inkling from the get-go, did you not, sir? Of course. I mean, he was. The, it's the primary suspect. I mean, but, I mean, I'm going to come out and say that because they've arrested the guy now. Is the baby's father. I mean, we're looking at him from the beginning because he's. She wasn't involved in any crime syndicate. She wasn't. A, she was a good person. It's the only real motive out there. So we we, we were looking. They looked at him, and you know, through you know the work of looking at phone records, and through the work of Allegheny County PD and the Keysport Police Department, there, there was a, there's a joint effort there. They put man hours in, and they figured it out. Brandon, can you hang around for a few minutes? Sure. Brandon Short, we we can make a difference here. I know it's almost become cliche. Let's make a difference together. But we do. We do make a difference together. And Brandon has made a difference because he gives a damn. He never, ever, ever stopped. Ever. He wanted justice. He wanted truth. He wanted honesty. And he wanted some sort of Peace of mind. Does this bring that to him? We'll ask him next. And what changes can we make to make a difference right here? Getting texts uh, from folks in McKeesport. McKeesport strong. We support you, Brandon. We always love you here in McKeesport. Brandon, a short joining me this morning. The murderer of his daughter, Carly, arrested. She died on September 25th. Five months pregnant. She got a phone call. Went outside. There was one gunshot. She was dead. 
pregnant. Brandon, what do you hope to take forward from this? Because I know this has been a significant change in your life, sir. Yeah. I'm I'm still in the process of trying to figure it out, but I mean, I owe it to my family and the people who like need me and depend on me to try to make something positive, you know, out of all this. You know, McKee Sport is a is a really tough place. There's no doubt about it. And you and I have have had numerous conversations about that. We're going to work to try to make a change there, but this crime is so much bigger because. It, it wasn't about the environment. It, it it cuts across socioeconomic, racial, cultural lines of a guy getting a girl pregnant and taking her life. And everyone can relate to that. Everyone can be fearful of their daughter getting pregnant by the wrong guy. And that's just, that's what happened to me and my family and Carly. It was, and, and I just want to figure out a way whether it be the violence against women, you know, the, the gun epidemic, but we're going to push forward and make a positive impact because, you know, Carly's life wasn't lost in vain. Her grand, my grandson's life, and his name was going to be Zach, was not in vain. Mm. So we, we're going to do something to make a positive impact. But in the near term, you know, I want to make sure I'm continuing to work with Allegheny County PD and the Keysport Police Department to get a conviction because this isn't, this isn't done. No, justice has not been served. They got the guy. He's off the streets. No, they got to convict. We put up a significant reward. Um, you, you paid for billboards. Uh, there was a lot of frustra- frustration, anger, and angst because the public really didn't step up the way we would hope. However, I got to say this. If you read the minutia of this report, this was good old-fashioned police work for folks who say cops don't care. They give yeah. a damn, don't they, Brandon? Oh man, but like the the Eric Schlark was the lead detective on this and and the, on the ground, and he's a he's a real life hero, and like he put in like worked two a.m. three a.m. I was on the phone with that guy, all with him, and talking about how he was putting that case together. The team, the, it, it, they have done a tremendous job, and like the the those police, they they protect us. <laughs> against against monsters and a lot of they're underappreciated and they don't get enough support but they, they, those people are, are heroes in fact uh, one of my friends who knows law enforcement says we never give up and they don't I think oftentimes we have been very hypercritical uh, against police and sometimes it's justified and sometimes it's not but we've got to tell the world that they do everything possible to solve these crimes. And without them, we're still talking about who's the killer of Carly Short. And you also made a significant point, which does not go unnoticed. One of the best out there, Ann, says he's right. The most dangerous time for a person involved in domestic violence is when they try to leave. The second is probably pregnancy. And Brandon, you also nailed it. This crosses racial lines, uh, crosses economic lines. This is a very, very volatile, dangerous situation. And I'm guessing you weren't aware of the magnitude of it until your daughter was murdered, sir, right? I, I just couldn't. Uh, I, didn't, I never thought her life was in danger. I mean, you see it like there, there just to be frank, there are deadbeat dads out there everywhere. Right. And there are people that don't even acknowledge the existence of their child. And that's not okay. That's wrong. 
I, I never fathomed that someone would do something like this. Just be a deadbeat. Don't show up. We don't need you. Just move on. We can. We'll take care of the child. That's a, it's a. It's a. He's a psychopath. So that's all I can say. Like that just is not rational. Hey, hey, it's Brandon. I know this is tough to answer today, but do you foresee a moment, a time where you'll be able to move on and heal, sir? I don't know. I, just the pain is so. I've talked to other people who've lost children, and they say the answer is no. They just learn how to manage in a new environment. Um, and that's, I guess, that's what I'm going to have to do is just learn how to manage with this this pain because I'm, it's, it's never going to go away. Brandon Short, I uh, appreciate your time this morning. I know it takes a lot to do this, and I appreciate your friendship and your integrity and your honesty and your compassion and your motivation to do the right thing. Thank you, sir. Anything you need, sir, you know where I'm at, Brandon. You're my man. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Talk to you. My man, Dayton. Love him. He's a good man, Charlie Brown. Uh, this is relevant and pertinent to what's happening in our, our all over the world right now, breakthrough cases with COVID. I think it's important because our folks have twisted and turned this into, see, the vaccine doesn't work. See, I'm not getting the vaccine. See, all these people are dying even though they're vaxxed. Not true, not true, and not true. Prove me wrong. Um, I had to, uh, I've been closely uh, following the condition of my dear friend and the brains, quite frankly, behind anything I do involving Get Marty. Patrick O'Connor joins me in the studio, and just saying that's a big deal. How are you, my brother? Uh, Fantastic. I wouldn't say fantastic. Compared to where I was a week ago, I'll say fantastic. You are um, what could be best described as an anomaly. Doctors say breakthrough cases are about... 2%, Two percent, yeah. right? Yeah, and your ordeal was not unusual. I mean, from the folks we've talked to, the, these cases, it kicked your ass, didn't it, sir? Oh, big time. Yeah, I'm I'm here in front of you, twenty pounds lighter than I was last time I saw you two weeks ago. Um, tell me the symptoms, the, the illness, and then when you realized you were going to be okay. Sure. Well, it, I mean, it started kind of like the flu. You know, fever, chills, sneezing, coughing. When? Uh, 12 days ago, 13 days ago, yeah. And then, uh, you know, it progressively got worse, decided uh, my wife had the same thing going on. Uh, She tested positive before I did. And then, you know, we kind of monitored, and I would take a test every couple of days after that. And, you know, it took another four or five days before I tested positive. And then she came out of it before I did. And, uh, you know, here we are. Both, Both of you vaxxed. Yeah, she's Pfizer. I'm Moderna. Both of us vaxxed. Uh, neither of us have our boosters yet, but you know, we'll we'll do that when whenever, whenever we're ready for it now. And you had some pretty serious symptoms, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's on par with everything else you get. You know, the 101, 102 fever, chills, cycling through. And, and up and down. Up I'm and down. intrigued by the fact that, and I don't want to speak for you, but zero taste. Right? Uh, I wouldn't say zero, but, uh, you know, probably I'd say four or five days in, started to get that uh, sort of, it smells like something's burning. Yeah. And then your taste buds kind of go out of whack, and then everything tastes like garbage. Wow. Just awful. 
And what about smell, brother? Yeah, uh, about the same thing. Uh, in fact, one of my favorite colognes. I'm like, oh, let's let's see what this is like. And you're still wearing cologne, man. I try. Well, <laughs> now that I'm around people again, you know. Well, while I was huddled down, absolutely not. But man, uh, it smelled like vinegar to me, and it was you know one of my favorites, and it was just awful. Patrick O'Connor joining me. Was there a moment where you were kind of angry that this is a load of crap? I'm vaccinated. I shouldn't be sick. Not angry, but I mean, there was a day I was scared. Yeah, yeah. Tell um, me, tell me about that. I almost passed out at home. This was uh, last Friday, so uh, my wife was out of town. I'm I'm home. Uh, my blood pressure was real low. I don't think I'd eaten anything in a day and a half. Uh, I know I was a little dehydrated, and had a coughing attack. And you know everything starts closing in. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm gonna have to call nine one one, and you know, get an ambulance. Because it was it was rough, it was bad. It was bad, um, bad enough to, that you thought you might have to be hospitalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was you know I was probably a little short of breath uh, because of the coughing attacks, and you know literally you start to see everything starting to close in around you. And you know I sat down and managed to eat a mm. cup of soup and mm. relax, and you know it passed eventually, but. I was real close to going to the emergency room. Hey, what about the folks who say, see, vaccine doesn't work? What do you say to that, sir? I say it could have been a heck of a lot worse. That's a chance I, I wouldn't want to take. And I hate to use this word because it's kind of ridiculous sometimes, but you got to feel a bit lucky. Very lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, my wife, too. Both of us. What's yeah. interesting, though, you got hammered a lot harder than she did. Yeah. Yeah. She was down for a couple of days with like mild flu. And then uh, she bounced back pretty quickly, and then it was my turn, and yeah, it kicked my butt. Any idea where you got it, sir? No. Uh, in fact, she hadn't even been around anyone. She hadn't been traveling for work. Well, you'd been in Florida. Yeah, but her symptoms started, I guess, right before that. But it's so, hard to know. Yeah, it's real hard to know. There's, there's really, there's no way to know. I kind of almost obsessively uh, stayed in touch with you because you're very much a guy who contacts me all the time i had <laughs> notes from doctors and how important is it to stay in contact with doctors and your symptoms rather than i'll just manage this uh, it's very important especially i mean you don't know what you don't know and you know these doctors they know a lot more than we do you know i'm sure i'm a self-proclaimed know-it-all right and yeah i, I have all the toys and trinkets to watch right. my blood pressure and my pulse ox and all that but you know it, it's absolutely critical to have someone guiding you that knows what they're doing. I had doctors, and I was sending you notes, re recommending monoclonal antibodies. You did not do that. Tell us why. No, because uh, I talked about it with my doctor, and uh, they said that basically if it had been on the front side of it, then yes. But on the back end, uh, it wasn't something that was recommended. Was it too late? It was too late. Too late. Yeah. And Yeah, If in the first couple of days, it would have been recommended, but not not at the back end. Are you a little nervous about what we described, and we've gone through this with our boy Rob, long-haul symptoms, sir? This stuff carrying over for a month, two months, a year. Um, I'm not too concerned about it. I, I was a couple days ago, but, I mean, frankly, I'm feeling so much better today versus yesterday right. versus the day before. Right. I've come so far already that I don't, I don't have any real concerns. And, and so folks know this. 
we follow specific protocols from UPMC and your doctors. Otherwise, you would not be sitting here, sir. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're beyond the 10-day quarantine period, uh, two negative tests, and before I even you know, considered coming back and seeing your face in person. We're not lecturing you. We're just kind of telling folks you got to be careful. Hang for a minute, all right? Absolutely. I think there's a good message here about the vaccine and, yes, and getting vaccinated. One of our closest friends who I can't mention, extremely successful businessman, is on, the, on his way to the hospital right now to get monoclonal antibodies. He has a COVID. His wife has COVID. He has an extensive number of underlying conditions. And I'm sitting there freaked out about him right now. I always touch base with my boy Rick from Coit on Mondays because Coit has been so good for our family. I'll tell you why. They came into our house and our carpets look brand new. They did an amazing job. They wanted me to offer this month the Get Marty Special. So 35% off upholstery cleaning, sofas, love seats, chairs, 25% off everything else, okay? Carpets, rugs, air ducts. 1-800-F-O-R-COIT, 1-800-F-O-R-COIT or COIT.com. They'll come into your house. They'll give you a free estimate. I'm telling you, they have the best people in the business. Folks, they've been at it 50 years. They know what they're doing. 1-800-F-O-R-COIT, COIT.com. That's for the Get Marty special right now. Might be a bit self-serving to have Patrick here, but I think he's a classic case of a breakthrough case and how it hit him and how he recovered. And all for all intents and purposes, could have been hospitalized. Um, it, it could have been a lot worse. And, and really, you're not here to say don't get vaxxed. You're here to say this could have saved my life. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think we'd be in a much different place if I wasn't vaxxed. I want to grab Shane. Shane, go ahead. Thanks for hanging. Hey, Marty. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Okay. Um, uh, so, just a quick question. Uh, how do we know that the vaccine actually saved Patrick's life? Hell of a question. I don't think you ever know. But but go ahead, Patrick. Jump in here. I mean, you're right. Uh, you know, do you know for sure that it absolutely did? Right. No, but you know, what are the odds based on what the scientists and the doctors are telling us? Would they've been a lot? A lot worse. Right. Absolutely. Are we convinced that chemotherapy works, immunotherapy works for cancer yeah. treatment? Is that, a, mean, is that a gamble I'd want to take again? No, absolutely not. Yeah, what's your point? I'm not trying to be rude, Shane, but what's your point? No, no. So, I mean, you guys you guys keep saying, well, you, it saved his life. Well, we say it could we have. Actually, no, we don't actually know that it did anything. Honestly, like, it could have had no effect at all because people have got sick with COVID, almost went, got hospitalized, got hospitalized or died with a vaccination or without a vaccination. Extremely, extremely uh, rare cases. Extremely rare. It's one in a million, uh, and fewer than 2% of the cases, closer to 1%, are breakthrough cases. Shane, is it a gamble you're willing to take, brother? Yeah, yeah. So actually, I called to challenge Rich Fitzgerald to a debate last week. I want to send out the debate to his doctor um, to see why I need to be uh, vaccinated. Um, But I, I... I just can't. You keep saying one percent to two percent for the breakthrough infections, um, but you're talking about multiple people that you know that have COVID. I know multiple people that had COVID that are vaccinated as well. It, the efficacy is obviously waning if you if you're actually paying attention. That's why we need boosters. Um, 
this isn't a proven thing. My man, the flu but shot's only 50% effective. Like I, I don't know what you're trying to tell me, that you want to take the risk. That's on you, man. I just hope you don't get sick. I hope he doesn't get sick. Right, Patrick? I'm with you on that. I mean, he seems like a smart kid. He seems like a nice guy. Um, I'll ask Fitz if he wants to debate you on foolishness. I doubt if he does. I just hope that you don't get sick. My man, a uh, 43-year-old police sergeant uh, died over the weekend from COVID. Went into the hospital Monday. Has three kids. Was not vaccinated. Uh, Every single day there's a new case and I'm sick and tired of talking about death. So, my sister Sandy Tresser, world's greatest nurse, as you know, they had a massive storm that slammed into their house in June. As the work gets underway to fix it, fifty dollars to $100,000 worth of damage, NASCO roofing will be there. Why? Come on, man. Lifetime, gutter-to-gutter warranty. Lifetime includes labor. No one does that. Also, Owens Corning Platinum Preferred Contractor. About 1% of the contractors have that. NASCO has that. They're the best. That's it. 412-373-2000. NASCO Roofing. 412-373-2000. Hey, uh, I uh, appreciate folks like Shane, a young man, bright young man who's convinced the vaccine doesn't work, I think that's a dangerous path. He wants empirical data to suggest that Patrick would not be dead without the vaccine. It doesn't exist. But the greatest doctors in the world say, in all likelihood, because Patrick has underlying conditions, he would have been hospitalized. Okay? Look, man, Shane, I love the fact that you call. I love the back and forth. I don't love the idea that you could get sick. I have lost more than a dozen friends and family to COVID. Man, and and I mean, Shane, guys in their 40s and 30s, and they're getting younger and younger. Yeah, look, man, you can talk about it's rare. You can talk about it doesn't work, but you're wrong about that. And I just don't want you to be proven wrong by ending up in the hospital or worse. That's all. I don't want you to get sick. I'm not lecturing you. I'm not calling you stupid or ignorant. I just don't want you to to get sick. Simple stuff. 